When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode contains explicit language. Welcome to Mom and Dad are Fighting, Slate's parenting podcast for Monday, July 3rd, the Vacation Baby edition. I'm Jamila Lemieux, a writer, contributor to Slate's Care and Feeding Parenting column, and mom to Naima, who is 10, and we live in Los Angeles. I'm Elizabeth Newcamp. I write the homeschool and family travel blog, Dutch Dutch Goose. I'm the mom to three littles, Henry, who's 11, Oliver, who's nine, and Teddy, who's six. And by the time this airs, I am on my way to moving to Tokyo. I believe we'll be in Atlanta at this point. My name is Hari Kundabolu. I'm a comedian and a writer. My child, Arjun, is three years old, and we live in Brooklyn, New York. Today on the show, we're going to talk to Hari about his comedy special, Vacation Baby, and then we'll answer a listener question about vacations. We'll end by sharing some recommendations. Don't go anywhere. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. We're back. Hari's new special, Vacation Baby, explores becoming a father during the early days of the pandemic. The challenges, the joys, what it meant to bring a kid into the world at that time. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this. Uh... So, Hari, let's talk about how fatherhood has changed since filming your special. Well, I mean, he's up, he's older. So, certainly when I was filming it, like, um, he really couldn't communicate all that much. He still says sentences where I have no idea what he's saying. Uh, but, you know, it's definitely become... It's hard to say we're buddy-buddy, but in a way we are. Like, we have our own jokes. We have our own things that we do. When, when he was smaller, I don't think we necessarily had that. We have the songs that we sing. We have the, you know, the faces we make, the different games that, like, I've created and, like, we play together. Like, I feel connected to him 
as a human being and not just a living thing that I am the parent of. And the, the idea that he's kind of his own person is is has been there since the moment he was born. And certainly there are certain traits he had at three months, four months, five months, where I, I still see those traits now, like loving being around people, having a sense of humor. There just seems like he kind of always got it. And to see that kind of flourish now, it's like, oh, God, it's it's a dream. It's wonderful. You have a joke in the show about how Father's Day should be on a, in a held in a leap year yeah, due yeah, to yeah. like the workload. Now that he's a little bit older, do you feel like that shifted more? Are you more deserving of a yearly of a no. yearly Father's Day? No, no, absolutely not. I, I still think every four years. Also, who needs a tie every year? So a tie every four years seems about right. Um, I feel you know I, I feel like I'm a pretty solid dad and. I try to contribute as much as I can, and I try to, you know, I, I know that it, it's often tricky. I think, you know, women by default become the primary parent uh, due to social expectations, maybe early on because of the kid's attachment. And I think we've done the best we can for that not to be the case, but it's hard also because I travel a lot because I'm a stand-up comic, and so there's going to be days also where I can't split the workload because I'm not there. It's hard. I want to be someone deserving of a holiday every year, but I really have a tough time. And also, like, the birth aspect, carrying the kid aspect, which isn't true of all mothers, obviously. Um, but, you know, for my partner, I feel like, man, that is, that's hard to top, man. I don't know if I can top that. Like, there's only so many things I can do, you know. That's almost like a magic trick. Yeah. Like, that is... That is some David Blaine type endurance. Like, I don't think I can really match that. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, obviously things change as the kids get older. There are so many, like, single dads who do incredible work and they deserve the yearly, you know. But as of now, I'd say every four years is good. And I'm, I'm trying to work my way to every two years. Yeah. <laughs> good to have goals. You've said that your mom is the reason you're funny and your dad is the reason you have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. What do yeah. you think your son is going to get from you and your partner? Both. Both those things. Also, I think I think the kid will have I think the kid will have good music taste. I think already his vocabulary is is pretty great. He's good with with his numbers and letters and his teachers have said as much. He's going to be very social. Um, he's going to be funny. I feel like he's going to, um, you know, he's since he was born ha has been very outgoing. I feel like these are traits that me and my partner both have. I mean, and look, if he's not those things, that's fine too. You know, we're all just guessing, but I feel like those are things he's already shown to have. And I, I could imagine him having, I just hope to God that he doesn't turn into a stand up comic. I just don't. <laughs> Like, you know, it's funny. I've almost regressed to my parents. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, whose dream was always like the, you know, engineer, doctor, lawyer, you know, something that makes money and is stable. And I became a stand-up comic. And now I'm like, oh, God, don't do this. Don't do this. Find something that gives your life a level of consistency. Like, this is such a, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm fairly established. And still it is check to check. And you don't know when the check's coming, and it's basically yeah. contract work, and it, it's it's a lot. And and I feel like 
I, you know, I want him ultimately, of course, whatever he pursues, I want to support my kid. But man, I really hope it's not stand up comedy. I really don't wish this for him. Yeah. What do you think the funniest thing about being a dad is? Oh, man, the fact, I mean, for me, it's the fact that like, you know, I, I my career is based on being funny. And by far, he finds his mother funnier. <laughs> like my jokes about <laughs> colonialism, my wordplay doesn't work on the three year old yet. Not, doesn't find that clever. Ba- you know, bad my, news. He may my not various pop cultural <laughs> references. It's not a really, his humor isn't really verbal yeah. based at this point. Uh, so, you know, that's <laughs> that's been a bit of a bummer. Um, you know, I think it's, I, I think it, it, I think maybe this is an answer to what it, more about being a parent than fatherhood. And and I realize a lot of this is stuff that probably every parent probably feels or many parents feel. I don't think I understood the complexity of love mm. and what love could mean. Because the love I feel for my child is new. Like, and, you know, you, you're around long enough, you think you understand a concept like love as much as you can understand it. I know what it's like to be in love. I know what it's like to be heartbroken. I know what it's like to love somebody because of their role in your life. I know paternal love, what it's like to love my 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 mother and father, right? Paternal, maternal love. I understand that kind of love. I, I think I understand unconditional love. But the this kind of love, the love I have for my child, like that's shocking to me to really just feel something. It's really hard to describe this kid, it's so it's one way right now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's it's only one way. It's all me doing the work here, and it does not matter. It is a joy to work. It is yeah. a joy to be his father, and not twenty four seven. You know, I'm I'm not over like it is hard and it's frustrating and it's exhausting. And I can go from like my patience being completely over to him saying a cute thing and I'm back. Like, it's just, it is a lot. It's lots of ups and downs constantly. And at this age, you know, almost three, it's really talking to someone who's very unreasonable and has no, like trying to explain, I'm on the phone with Delta right now. I've been on hold for 20 minutes. He doesn't get that. All he knows is daddy's on the phone. I'm going to push him and yell right now. How dare you be on the phone with Delta? Like, it's, you know, I, I, I don't know if any of that's shocking. I guess the love part is shocking. It's it's that kind of a, a certain, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, no, it's I, not- I cried um, as I was going into labor with my second Yeah, and said to my husband, uh, I don't think I can love this new baby as much as I love our first because I just couldn't fathom yes. having enough room for yes. this thing I didn't even know existed. And of course, the baby's born and it's like, it just, it's fine, right? Like, oh, no. Completely. But I legitimately. It literally brain, feels like, like you found, like, oh, how did my house get extended? Yes. It feels I was like, like I have how? that much more room. Exactly. Yeah. How? Because I didn't even know how to form this. I think. I mean, everything you just said rings so true. Because I. I mean, I. That was legitimately my only panic, which is crazy, right? Like, yeah, we yeah, now yeah. had two people to keep alive. <laughs> you shouldn't have been worried about the love, but like you know, I've always you know the idea of dying for somebody. Like I would die for that person. Yeah. Like it's all in theory, right? You know, in, in theory you would. Yeah. But when when the time comes, like, are are you really? You know what I mean? With the kid, it's a no-brainer. Right. Yeah. There's no hesitation. Like, yeah, I'm stepping in front of the truck. Yeah, you, know? you don't even think about it. No. 
All right. Well, thank you, Hari. We're going to link to Vacation Baby in the show notes. Everyone can watch it for free on YouTube. We're going to take another quick break and be back with our listener question. Be back in a second. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, We help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now. All right, here we are. Let's hear today's listener question. Dear mom and dad, I'm a 43-year-old woman with four kids, a 21-year-old son, a 20-year-old stepdaughter, an 18-year-old son, and an 8-year-old daughter. My mother is 62 and in decent health. My mom wants to have a vacation this summer with my brother, who is married with no kids, and my sister, who is engaged with no kids, and me. Not our spouses, not my children, her grandchildren, just her and her kids. I can't help but to feel this is selfish to ask us. Am I being selfish by not wanting to go without my kids? Vacation opt out. Elizabeth, what do you think? (laughs) I think... You are 43 years old. If you do not want to do this, you do not have to do this. It's not selfish of her to ask if that's what she wants. She can ask. You don't have to say yes. You can also say, you know, mom, I thank you so much. This sounds like a lot of fun. It just doesn't work for our family right now. I I think it is okay to set boundaries with your parents. It is okay to, to make a decision that works better for you and your current family, you know, like your the family that you are with, your children, you, your family structure. Uh, you can offer, I don't know if you all live in the same town. Can you guys just like go out to dinner? Would that be better? But I, I feel like we get so many letters where people don't want to tell their parents stuff. I know it's hard, but you can say no. <laughs> that's I my mean, advice. I mean, I was... It's funny because my mom, that my mom and dad, that's been a big thing for them before I had the kiddo. But like, I want to have a, you know, we should go on a family vacation, just the four of us, you brother, you, your brother and, uh, you know, two of them. And and like, 
part of it is that we have lives yeah. and travel and schedules. And to have all of us have the same block of time, that's free. And also, like, you two are retired. Like, this is... A, a different thing now. Now with the kid, I think it's it's different. I think they want more all of us to go like to India together and have a big trip, which is going to be hard to schedule. But I I get it. With you know the thing they wanted, it part of me had this guilt about it. Like you know if if we ever end up doing it, then it's like oh this is one of their life wishes, and I didn't grant it to them because I had a gig in Buffalo. Like you know what I mean? Like I, the idea of not giving them that but i think now especially being a parent i'm like i understand that but we have pictures and home videos for a reason yeah you know if you went on that family trick it wouldn't feel the way it did before it wouldn't be the same thing and you know i think there was a time and a place for that and i understand this idea of trying to relive that that almost have a have a family reunion in a very specific way and i i could understand why you'd want that but that's asking a lot when you're dealing with families that don't look the same anymore. Okay, I'm going to be the outlier here. Most of your kids are grown. Young, but grown. I wonder how many vacations you've taken without them since you had your 21-year-old when you were 22 years old yourself. I'd imagine maybe not that many, you know, and, and maybe you have, maybe you travel regularly and just wouldn't be a big deal for you. It's probably a big deal to your mother uh, who sounds like she's by herself. If it's not the biggest inconvenience in the world, could you give your mom three days? You know, could you take a short trip, not a week, you know, three days where it's just your mom and her kids allowing her to relive a time that she probably misses terribly when it was just you guys, you know? Um, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world, but you are 43 with four children. You have every right to say, no, this simply does not work for my family. And that's that. And I don't think that you would be uh, selfish. I don't think you're selfish for not wanting to go without your kids, but I also don't think your mother is selfish for asking for this trip. You know, all she can do yeah. is ask. And if you can make it yeah. work, great. And if you can't make it work, that's fine, too. And I, I think you can ask, Jamila, what you're saying, too, is ask her, like, what is the need? Like, maybe you can meet that need some uh, other way. Uh, but I do feel like it's hard, too, without, spe- like, let's not even talk about the kids, without your partners, right? If you only have a limited number of vacation time or money to spend or whatever that is, uh, I don't know. Like, I like to spend that time with my partner, too. So I, I think that's a hard thing, too, is asking everyone to leave for this time. But you're absolutely right. I don't think she's yeah. selfish for asking. No. Uh, she's welcome to ask. And I think you should be compassionate when you reply, you know, don't you feel very affronted that she asked this. And I think you should be like, okay, clearly what she desires is to spend time as a family. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. And and have the specific relationships and dynamics that you had at one point and, and yeah. just to feel that again, which she hasn't had since God knows when. And uh, after hearing what Jamila said, also, I feel kind of bad about my comment regarding, you know, you, you that's what pictures and home videos are for. <sighs> it's almost like saying, hey, mom, been there, done that. It's like, oh, but it's uh, in some ways, life does kind of work like that, right? Like, sure. I, I feel like you're right. It's not the compassionate, like the most compassionate answer, no. but it no, is kind no, of, it but it is yeah. kind of reality. Like, you know, one of the things that we like parents that is going to happen to us is launching of our children, and we yeah. know that that's hard. We've seen people have a hard time with it, but it also is a reality 
of like eventually they have to leave and do their own things and how we we are going to have to treat them like other adults right i mean friends ask you to go do things and you can't we've been invited on lots of trips where kids are not coming and that just doesn't work for us like jeff is gone a lot when we are together we like to spend our time together like with the kids it, I have to say no to those. That doesn't mean I don't love them or want to, you know, have that time. It just doesn't work for us. Maybe your mom is missing you. You know, maybe you need mm. to call her a little yeah. bit more. You know, maybe it's time to schedule a visit to go see her. Um, maybe mom is missing something. I don't know. Uh, all right. Vacation opt out. Thank you so much for writing to us. Listeners, if you have advice for Vacation Opt Out, you can always share it at momanddadatslate.com or leave us a voicemail at 646-357-9318. Finally, let's move on to recommendations. Hadi, what are you recommending? You know, I've been watching... uh, Well, you know, I'm going to recommend something blindly that I haven't seen. Do it. Do it. I know it's going to be good. Uh, I'm a Virgo, like Boots Riley's new show that's on Amazon Prime. I haven't seen it. I'm friends with Boots. I love Boots. I loved his film. Like anything Boots does is going to be good. So I haven't seen it, but I recommend you watch I'm a Virgo. Love that. I'm co-signing that even though I haven't seen it yet either. It looks amazing. That's how good Boots is. He gets co-signs without even, because I just trust him intrinsically. It's going to be incredible. Elizabeth, what about you? Okay, well, first, uh, Jeff and I did Vacation Baby as a, like, home date night in the midst of all this packing, and it was amazing. So do oh, that. Pour a glass of you. wine, order in dinner, put the kids to bed, and we just had, like, a great time. We laughed. We took our mind off of the chaos that is our house and lots of relatable stuff. So go watch that. And, and may I suggest you get a bottle of Moscato? Yes. That will, <laughs> that will make more sense after you watch the special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm in a very sentimental mood. We're leaving all of these wonderful friends. And I was in this little um, bookstore downtown in Colorado Springs and found this, um, a box of friendship from M and Friends. And it is like a like little fill in the blank cards. And they say like, open this when you're feeling this, open this when you're feeling guilty, like all of these things that you would call your friend and say these things to, right? And inside you get to write beautiful notes to them that are kind of direct. They it was like so wonderful. And I did this for a couple of my friends and was able to put in those things um, just to give them in a very like heartfelt way that they can open in these really like friendship moments that you say and do these things to your friends that you wouldn't write for other reasons. So that was lovely. And then I found a wonderful printable that we're linking to that's kind of similar for kids. So my kids did that um, for a bunch of their friends, but they have it. They have a few different types. They have ones for like giving to your partner or for other relationships, but it was a nice way. I feel like I'm able to leave a little piece of myself with them. It would be a great gift. But uh, so often when we do these military moves, it like I'm in the chaos, but I think it is much harder to be the person that is left than the person that is leaving. So Mm. if you are in a similar situation or just looking for a wonderful way to be prompted to write some very funny and nice things to your friends, check out this A Box of Friendship from MN Friends. Very nice. Um, I'll also recommend Vacation Baby. Hari, I've never heard (laughs) someone who wasn't Black talk about Moscato before. (laughs) <laughs> i believe i, I was the it. first person to drink it i started drinking it in college and oh my god Drake just took it and ran but um it's very funny i'm recommending i don't have a family friendly recommendation this week i'm recommending dave 
on Hulu um, or FX. I a friend has been telling me to watch this show for years. It's about the rapper Little Dicky. I am not familiar with his music, so I don't know how directly related the music of the show is to his actual music. Um, it's very raunchy, very silly, but it's a funny show. It's about a white rapper um, who blows up, and I really like it. I'm on season three now. Uh, check it out. And that is our show. Please subscribe, leave a rating and review, and tell your friends. This episode of Mom and Dad Are Fighting is produced by Rosemary Belson and Mara Curry. Shasha Leonard is the voice of our listeners. Alicia Montgomery is VP of Slate Audio. For Elizabeth Newcamp and Hari Kondabolu, I'm Jamila Lemieux. Thanks for listening. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.